So today we'd like to um, review uh, podcast number three, which is specification IP-27-11, as issued by Con Edison Learning Center. It is called the installation of electrofusion fittings on polyethylene plastic pipe tubing and molded fittings using a universal electrofusion, electrofusion processor. All right, so like other specs and qualifications, uh, we always start with those installers who tap an energized pipeline. Weld steel, joint PE plastic pipe, must be operator qualified in bold print. All right, um, in case any of you are following along with your electronic copy, I'm on section 3, page 3. Right. All electrofusion joints must be installed in accordance with the electrofusion procedures outlined in this specification and the Northeast Gas Association, otherwise known as the NGA Plastic Pipe Joining Manual, and the manufact as well as the manufacturer's assembly instructions included with the electrofusion fitting. All right, these are some requirements for all installers and second inspectors or peer checks. All installers. Uh, of electrofusion fittings on PE plastic pipe and molded fittings so shall identify the installer by marking the plastic pipe or fitting and or fitting adjacent to the electrofusion fitting at 12 o'clock with a company approved marker, all right, white paint marker. All right, contractor and per diem installers of which we are included shall print the letter J for joiner and your respective NGA industrial training service number your ITS otherwise known as your ITS number following completion of the electrofusion cycle the operator qualified installer and the operator qualified second inspector or peer check shall visually inspect the entire area of the electrofusion fitting and compare it against visually acceptable electrofusion fittings in the NGA plastic pipe joining manual and the manufacturer's recommended appearance guidelines right so that's all important as well, all right, once the um, electrofuse is complete to compare it to properly acceptable uh, fuses as shown in the NGA manual and the uh, manufacturer's recommended appearance guidelines. All right, the electrofusion fitting must closely resemble visually acceptable electrofusion fittings in the NGA plastic pipe joining manual as well as manufacturer's recommended appearance guidelines, all right? So that's the final step that needs to be uh, reviewed uh, to make the uh, to classify the fitting as acceptable. Another um, objective. If there is any reason for to believe the electrofusion fitting is defective, it shall be removed and replaced. All right, so don't be. Um, all right, make sure that if something were to go wrong, it, you don't feel it was installed properly. That you. Oh, you cut the fitting out and you reinstall it, right? No, no harm, no foul. It's more, most important to perform the electrofusion properly, obviously. As always, we would uh, inspect the P plastic pipe and tubing and the fittings prior to the installation to verify the following. That there's no cuts, gouges, deep scratches, or other defects. All right, also the P plastic material that we utilize is high-density uh, polyethylene, otherwise known as HDPE, with a stamp noted as PE 3408 slash 47 
one zero, right? With a ASTM ASTM designation of D two five one three. I also please make sure that P plastic material is not older than ten years old. When installing electrofusion fitting um, adjacent to a squeeze-off point, please make sure that you install the electrofuse fitting. Um, Whatever is greater, either 12 inches or three pipe diameters from the squeeze-off point. All right, before beginning the process of installing an electrofusion fitting, ensure the pipe is clean and dry. Clean the pipe outside diameter, inside diameter, and the ends with a clean, dry, lint-free cloth. Making sure you remove all contamination. Let's go through section 7.0, which is electrofusion coupling installation guidelines. All right, when making the final tie-in to existing PE plastic pipe in an excavation, electrofusion coupling should be used to make the final tie-in rather than trying to butt-fuse or use mechanical fittings. Use of two electrofusion couplings with a short length of plastic pipe will help facilitate pipe lineup. All right, misaligned PE plastic pipe shall not be joined using an electro using electrofusion couplings, butt fusion, or mechanical fittings in order to prevent mechanical stresses on the pipe and joint during and after the joining process. All right, so you don't want to create undue stresses in the uh, joint. All right, that, hence the alignment is critical, as well as the rounding of the pipe prior to the installing of the pipe into the coupling or the fitting. Right, you want to make sure that the annular space between the pipe wall and the coupling is equal around the pipe, 360 degrees. Right, make sure we use, please, uh, restraining clamps, uh, which are required during electrofusion joining of pipe process. Uh, four pipes less than or equal to four inch IPS. All right, so you have to utilize restraining clamps when performing electrofusion process as well as the cooling process for joining of pipes less than or equal to four inch IPS. Okay, the following installation guidelines detail the steps necessary to install an electrofusion coupling using a universal electrofusion processor and inspect the completed joint. Alright, for detailed instructions on installing electrofusion couplings, refer to the manufacturer's assembly instructions included with the fitting and the NGA plastic pipe joining manual. Alright, I'm on section 7.6 page 12 for those that are following. Alright, you want to keep the electrofusion coupling in the plastic bag provided until needed. That avoids accidental contamination. All right, again, visually inspect the inside of the coupling for defects and then check the coupling for electrical continuity with your fluke meter. All right, if there's any defects or there's no electrical continuity, then the electrofusion coupling is deemed unacceptable and should be not utilized. All right, cut your pipe ends to ensure a square, even surface. Remove any burrs or shavings with a clean knife. Check the pipe for out of round, all right, which we spoke about before. Use a re-rounding clamp. Or other device to bring the pipe back around that prevents creation of undue stresses on the pipe and or the fitting 
Clean the pipe ends and surface area to be scraped by removing dirt, mud, and other debris with clean, dry, lint-free cloth. Measure and mark the pipe insertion depth. All right, which is half the length of the coupling. The initial mark should be approximately one inch outside the footprint of the fitting, utilizing only a company-approved, only company-approved marker. Then go ahead and scrape the marked area on the outside of the pipe to remove surface oxidation using an approved <coughs> ConEd-supplied scraping tool. All right, again, remove any debris from the inside of the pipe with a clean, lint-free cloth. Then go ahead and clean the scraped area of the pipe and the inside of fitting with 96% alcohol wipes, making sure that the pipe and fitting surface are completely dry before you assemble. All right, never clean electrofusion molded fittings with leak detection solution. Then go ahead and remark the stab depth by measuring half the length of the coupling and remark each pipe end. Install a coupling to the marked insertion depth on the pipe. Make sure you're keeping the pipe, at all times, keeping the pipe and the fitting uh, clean, all right, to prevent any uh, contamination, as well as supported, all right. So during the electrofusion process, you want your coupling pipe to be evenly supported, so that you're not creating undue, any undue stresses in the pipe or the coupling. All right, insert the plastic pipe into the opposite end of the coupling. Check both measurement marks or stab depths for, for proper stab depth when this operation is completed. All right, keep the pipe secure for movement and the coupling supported both during the fusion and cooling cycles. Cooling time is noted as CT on the fitting label. I right, connect the universal electrofusion processor to an adequate AC power source, all right, generally we provide uh, 30 amps to our electrofuse processor utilizing the 30 amp receptacle on the generator. I believe, actually, there's a chart in here that says up to 6 inch diameter pipe, uh, 20 amps is acceptable. Uh, we like to provide 30 amps, a little uh, level of <clears throat> um, error, all right, beyond what the minimum requirement is. All right, um, connect the universal electrofuse processor to an adequate AC power source, which I stated. Um, again, use the 30 amp receptacle on the generator, please. Connect the fusion plugs from the electrofuse processor to the contact pins on the fitting. Start the fusion process by scanning the coupling. Repeat the, by scanning the coupling white barcode. Keep the pipe secured for movement and the coupling supported in both the fusion and the cooling cycles. Do not handle pressure test or backfill the coupling until completion of the cooling cycle. Once the electrofusion is complete, the entire area of the electrofusion joint shall be visually inspected by both the operator qualified installer and by the operator qualified second inspector or peer check. I'm making sure that you mark the designated installer and second inspector identification next to the coupling. Uh, as a reminder, electrofusion control units are not intrinsically safe and must not be used until gas flow has been stopped. All right, there is a section here, uh, 9.0, page 21, which is entitled Electrofusion Tapping Tee and Spa Saddle installation uh, similarly to the coupling 
detail instructions are noted on the instructions as supplied by the manufacturer with the bag that the uh, fitting is furnished in and you also need to pay attention to NGA plastic pipe joining manual which references uh, pictures on acceptable uh, fusions when when complete All right, so that needs to be referenced again inspect the P plastic pipe and any fittings for cuts and gouges and deep scratches clean the pipe with dry lint free cloth Keep the fitting or tapping tea in this case or spa cell in the plastic bag until needed to avoid accidental contamination. And check for um, continuity with your fluke meter. If you do not have continuity, discard or do not use the fitting. You want, then want to center the tapping tea or spa saddle on the pipe and mark the surface area covered by the base of the tea on the P plastic pipe. Mark should be approximately one inch outside the footprint of the fitting. Again, check the pipe for out around. Scrape the marked area on the outside of the pipe to remove any surface oxidation utilizing approved ConEd scrapers. Clean the surface of the pipe and inside the fitting with 96% alcohol wipes. Remember to wear your nitrile uh, gloves when uh, using alcohol wipes, right? To prevent the alcohol from uh, entering the skin. Alright, for non-top loading tapping tees and spa saddles, release the pre-assembled screws on one side of the T. Using the side of tapping tee that is still bolted together as a hinge, open the upper and lower sections of the tapping tee. Place the tapping tee onto the scraped and clean area of the P plastic pipe and evenly tighten all four screws to the stops. The fitting is then ready to be electrofused. The bottom section of the tapping tee will remain on as a permanent component of the T. Right, connect the universal processor, um, connect your power source to 30 amp supply and a generator, connect the fusion plugs to the contact pins, keeping the pipe secured from movement, and um, supported, right, so as not to create any undue stresses. Uh, remember, proceed with your electrofuse process, connect to the contact pins. Do not handle pressure test tap or backfill of tapping tea until completion of the cooling cycle. For central plastic tapping tees, keep the saddle clamp in place until completion of the cooling time. When your tapping operation is to be performed, the saddle clamp must be reinstalled, and they highlight that. Alright, so again, when the tapping operation is to be performed on a central plastic tapping tee, Reinstall the saddle clamp prior to tapping. All right, subsequent to the electrofusion, remember to mark the uh, joiner ITS number and the second inspector's ITS number as well after you thoroughly reviewed the uh, installation and compared it to the NGA fusing manual. Some specs on the electrofusion equipment and certifications. Uh, all heat fusion equipment which includes button branch saddle fusion machines, heater irons, and electric fascias shall be inspected by the gas development lab, which is Con Ed, prior to the initial use and prior to the inspection due date, which is once every six months. All right, so we need to, you know, check the inspection due dates on the, all this equipment, write it down, 
Make sure you check it daily. Make sure you uh, recollect when the inspection date is due so you don't inadvertently use equipment that is outdated. All, right. All electric fusion processes shall be inspected by the gas development lab prior to initial use and prior to the next inspection due date, which is a manufacturer's calibration due date. That is affixed to every processor or can be accessed by starting the elect by startup process on the electrofusion processor. All right, so I'm going to read that again. All electrofusion processes processors shall be inspected by the gas development lab kind of prior to initial use and prior to the next inspect inspection due date which is the manufacturer's calibration due date that is affixed to every processor. Okay, all con contact parameters shall be inspected by the gas development lab prior to the next inspection due date, which is once a year. As a reminder, electrofusion processor units are not intrinsically safe and shall not be used in a hazardous environment. Uh, as far as extension cords for uh, running power to the electrofuse processor, let's limit it to 25 foot. We've supplied number 10 uh, wire gauge in our extension cords. If you were going any more than 25 foot, a um, extension cord with larger diameter wire would be required, right? Which we have not furnished. So please limit the extension cord length to 25 foot for number 10 gauge, which is the minimum gauge, by the way. When using an extension cord to power up the electrofuse process. Uh, with regard to weather, extreme weather conditions may affect the quality of the electrofusion joint. Basically, the recommended ambient temperature range for fusing is from negative 10 degrees Fahrenheit up to like 110 degrees or 120 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's quite a range. However, for temperatures below 40, the pipe and fitting should be about the same temperature. So don't store the fitting inside the truck cab, heating it up when the pipe is stored outside, and that's 20 degrees, right? Both temperatures of both materials need to be relatively uh, similar prior to making the uh, fuse, the fuse, electrofuse. During inclement weather, rain or snow, you want to A, protect the universal electrofuse processor and the lead from rain or snow. The pipe must be maintained clean and dry before, during, and after electrofusion. Very important. All right, so if you need weather protection, take out one of the canopies from the yard to um, assist with that. All right, again, if anybody, that completes IP27-11, installation of electrofusion fittings on PE pipe. All right, if anybody has any questions, kindly address them to me via call or text. If I don't know the answer, I can't find the answer for you, I will forward the information to uh, Con Ed and we'll get back to you. All right, so I appreciate the fact of you taking the time to review the information that I'm conveying on the podcast. I think it's important that we, it is important that we continue to train, all right, and it's important during these times to train uh, via these means and methods. All right, so again, any questions, reach out for me. I appreciate your time. Have a good day, everyone, and thanks for listening.